This episode originally aired on December 15th, 2020 on the Single Soul Circle podcast under the Anecdotes series. Welcome to Anecdotes, a podcast where we hear from aunts who are making a difference in their nieces and nephews' lives and who are learning life lessons along the way. Hear new ideas about how you can connect with your nieces and nephews and become the favorite aunt. I'm your host, Heidi Fry. Aunt Amy is our guest today. She has been an aunt for over 20 years and has three nieces in their 20s. Today, she's going to share some of her favorite stories and advice. Welcome, Aunt Amy. So Amy, your nieces are in their 20s. What are some of the advantages to having uh, nieces who are young adults? Well, one of the advantage of having nieces as young adults, I feel like I've done all the nagging that (laughs) I could possibly have done in their early lives. And now they're young adults. And now they're on their own to make their own mistakes. Mm -hmm. And I feel my role now is to be, you know, probably more supportive. Mm -hmm. Not that I wasn't supportive in the past, but I always like to think of myself or not like to think, I think I was um, a real kind of hard ass when they were little. (laughs) Uh, But now they're doing their own thing. And I look back to when I was in my 20s and I felt like I knew everything. Every decision I made was the right decision. And thank goodness my 20s weren't on social media, but theirs are. And so I watch what they're doing and I'm, I'm proud of them. They're really good. They're really good girls. But then they do some things where I'm like, oh, Oh, that might not have been a great choice. That might not be something you want to put out there, but I don't say anything. Mm -hmm. I just move on because nobody wants that Mm -hmm. older relative. Like even my age, I don't want that (laughs) older relative wagging a finger at me. Uh, So I just, it's just been a nice transition to, to move to just watching them chart their own path. Mm-hmm, definitely. And it's funny because when you, you think back to when you were at that age too, and it's like, okay, I know I made a lot of the same mistakes too. And so just knowing like, they'll be fine. They'll be fine. Right. They'll be fine. <laughs> they will always be fine. The family will always, always, we will always love them. We will yes. always be here for them just as our families yeah. were there for us. Yeah. And <laughs> it's like, right. okay, I'm just going to back away, yeah. <laughs> back away from the Instagram. Right. And what are some of the challenges of being an aunt to a 20-something? I think wanting to still give that level of advice and feedback from when they were younger, but knowing that you know they have to fall down on their own. Because um, when they're younger, you try to give some of that guidance, you know, unsolicited advice um, as part of you know, learning and growing up and being part of their world where they know that they're, they've got a lot of people looking out for them. Um, but then now at this age, you know, they just, they just got to fly on their own. So you, I just 
bite my tongue a little bit unless I see them doing that whole selfie in a mirror in a public bathroom. And then I say, well, that's a beautiful shot of that toilet behind you. You know, so I'll be, I'll, I'll be kind of smart assy on that. But otherwise, I'm like, you know what? They're just, it's the world that everybody lives in now. And right. again, like we were younger and we mm-hmm. did some things that you know, I try not to remember. <laughs> I think I blocked most of that out. Um, but yeah, I think that's the hardest is um, just, just biting my tongue a lot, but then also being there for them, being uh, non-judgmental, you know, it's, it's just being unconditional love. And, and that's kind of freeing as yeah. well too, to just know that my job is to just be there for them. Yeah, that's awesome. And what are some of your favorite memories over the years of being an aunt? Living far away has been tough being part of their lives. I remember when I was growing up, my aunts and uncles all had families. We were all like the same age, you know, they all had their kids. In our family, I've got two brothers, only one has kids. And so those girls, uh, my nieces, grew up being the center of all of our universes. Like they were all of our kids. Um, So when I went home to visit, just the amount of pure joy and excitement that I was like, at first I was like taken by surprise. I'm like, oh my God, why are they so excited that they're (laughs) This is weird because Mm -hmm. I didn't have that. I mean, I love my aunts and uncles, but they weren't as involved as we were to our nieces that lived across the road from, I should, I should preface this. Let me back up a little bit. I grew up on a farm back in Michigan, rural Michigan, where my brother and his wife and the three girls grew up in the house that we grew up in. And then mom and dad built a house across the road. And then uncle Steve lives a mile away you know, <laughs> through the woods, you know, over the river, through the woods in my grandparents' house. So <laughs> I am the only one that's just not right there. So the girls grew up hearing people talk about me all the time, hearing stories, all of this stuff. So they were very close. So when I would come home to visit and stay at my mom and dad's house, within minutes, there would be <laughs> little people in my grandpa's house, like, we're Aunt Amy, Aunt Amy, Aunt Amy. What? <laughs> I'm not sure I I deserve all this love and adoration, but this this is weird to me, but I like, I'll love it and I'll take it. I should have appreciated that more at the time, although I did do a lot of stuff with them. Um, But a lot of times it's like, ah, they're just so loud and they're just everywhere. And I'm just not used to kids. (laughs) And I remember one, I was at one point, it was just, there was just so much chaos at my mom's house with like the family and we're loud and everyone's talking, everyone's talking. And I was telling my, my nieces, I said, girls, if I, if I look like I'm getting frustrated with you, if I look like I'm losing my temper, I love you so much, but you have to understand that aunt Amy lives alone. (laughs) The only other person in my house is my cat, Elvis. Mm. You know, it's just me and Elvis. So it's quiet in our house. So that's just, (laughs) Just keep that in mind if I look like I'm getting frustrated. It's not you. It's just I'm not used to this. So we're at dinner uh, later that day. And again, it's just chaos around the table <laughs> and talking. It's loud. It's loud. And Courtney, the middle niece, <laughs> she just shouts, everybody needs to be quiet. Aunt Amy lives alone with a cat. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh my gosh, that's awesome. (laughs) It was recommended to me to not put that on my match.com profile. (laughs) You're like, thanks for reminding me. (laughs) Oh, goodness. Uh, Another wonderful memory I have is my mother and I would go on trips every couple of years on um, big trips, you know, just to spend time together. So one year we went to China for 10 days. It was amazing. Then we went to Peru. Then we went to Guatemala and then Europe. And one year when we asked um, the girls what they wanted for Christmas, they said they wanted to go on a trip with grandma and aunt Amy where people speak a different language and you need passports. So one year I bought them all passports And my mother and I took them to Montreal because from the Detroit airport, it's only about a 45 minute hour flight to Montreal. And they speak French, um, a different kind of French, but it's still French and you need passports. And so this was just amazing because my thought was, well, we're not going to go all the way to Europe because what if they hate it and we're spent all that money, much money, but Montreal is just, it's just right there. Let's go do that. And we had so much fun and they learned how to ask for ice cream. We found this cute little ice cream shop that's within walking distance from the hotel. And they learned to say, uh, and I'm going to say it completely wrong, like un glace, I see. I can. I don't know any French. Anyway, <laughs> the girls can ask for ice cream in French. They're very good at it. They learned it very quick because everyone was so sweet and so nice, and wanting to teach them French along the way. So, and they were little. I think, I think the oldest was maybe junior high, um, but they loved it. They had a great time. And one of my cousins, a few years later, sent me a little note on. Yeah, he just sent me a little note and said, just want to let you know that I was over at your house, your parents' house, the girls were there, and they couldn't stop talking about Montreal and how much fun they had. Oh, that's so awesome. And it was <laughs> so sweet. Yeah. So to have that experience with them, mm-hmm. and it was just lovely. And it was just Grandma and Aunt Amy and the three girls, and we just tore up Montreal. Um, we ate, ate ice cream every every. <laughs> Creme glacé, creme glacé, I think. Yeah. Creme glacé every day. It was it was wonderful. Sounds really special. And how has your relationship with your nieces impacted your life? I think my relationship with my nieces has made me be more compassionate, um, more understanding. I think when I was younger, I shouldn't say I think because my family and friends will tell you <laughs> that this is a for sure thing that I was kind of very rigid, I guess, kind of wound tight a little bit, had my own ideas of how life should be and how things should go. And that's part of when I was younger and the girls were younger, I was pretty much you know, I, I want to keep coming back to that word, hard ass. Um, and one, one year, my, my brother, their father got like really upset with me because he just felt like I would swoop in, be kind of judgmental and bossy and critical of his girls. He was being very protective. 
And it just was a huge wake up call for me because he was absolutely right. He was absolutely right. And it was like a light bulb like went off. I'm like, oh my gosh, I am just so focused on how I view the world. And it's just not fair. I mean, I only see him a couple times a year and who am I to, to think these things or say these things or say what I think is a joke, but could be very hurtful. Um, so it really, they've really softened me up, I oh, guess is a, a good yes. way to put it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, for all of the years of being really hard on them, you know, they love me. I love them. Yeah. Um, there's, it's just so sweet. <laughs> <laughs> and so, so my middle niece, um, she just had a baby this year and I, I was told her, that now that she's had a baby that makes me a great aunt and I promise, I promise, I promise to be a great aunt to her daughter, which is an upgrade from being like a pretty good aunt that I was <laughs> to them. And I'll do be so much, I'll work so much harder to be a better aunt than I was to them. And she said, Aunt Amy, we love you. We know that you were great. You know, we wouldn't have it any other way, which meant the world to me. Aww. And it made me cry. Oh, my God, <laughs> so I'm crying because I'm like, I was the worst aunt ever. Oh, Aww. And um, so, yeah, so now I'm a great aunt. I'm just not a, an okay aunt. I'm great. Yay. <laughs> I love that. It's great. And what impact do you think you've had on their lives? I like to think that I've given them that gift of seeing that there's a bigger world out there Uh, growing up in the house that I grew up in I know it can be a very I don't want to say sheltered but it's remote it's very remote and it's easy to get caught up in just your day-to-day living in a small town but by them seeing their grandmother and their aunt Amy traveling the world and then uh, taking them on trips, uh, you know, in addition to Montreal, you know, I've, they've come out here to Arizona to visit, um, took them to Chicago because one of them was huge into American Girl. And oh. so we went to the American Girl doll <laughs> store. Fun. That was a present <laughs> of mine. And then um, their family, the my brother and his wife and the three girls and my boyfriend and I, we went to Guatemala a few years ago. Uh, for just another trip to like get out there and see other things and one of my nieces when she was 15 maybe she signed up to go on a 4-H trip uh, to Japan so she lived with a host family in Japan for maybe a month and just absolutely loved it so here she is at like the age of you know 14 15 getting on an airplane off she went to Tokyo and I'm like yeah go get him do it my brother was like I ah you're like I blame you I blame you for this I'm like you can yeah feel free feel free (laughs) I will take that blame gladly so just um so I'm just really proud of having an influence like that on them of knowing that there's a, a bigger world and and I've done a lot of travel and they kind of know that at Christmas, I will bring them back something from somewhere. And then they want to hear about, well, where's this from? How is that? And can we go? We go next time. 
So that's been a wonderful thing to see. Yeah, that's so neat to have that influence. Do you have any advice for aunts or nieces to create great relationships? I think in the experiences that I've had in being remote, uh, being far away, is to be present as much as you can. So when you're in person and you're visiting, you know, just be present. If the kids want to make cookies and you don't really feel like it, do it. Just <laughs> yeah. do it. Just be there because those moments go so fast. And especially when you don't see your nieces and nephews more than once or twice a year, I, it means so much. Because pretty soon they're not going to want to make cookies with Aunt Amy. Um, so just do it. Enjoy it. When they wake you up at eight in the morning and you're like two hours behind from a time zone, don't be so grouchy when you come up the stairs. I'm like, that's me. Oh, my goodness. Like a herd of elephants because the kitchen is... You know, I'm like in the basement in my mom and dad's house. So when they yeah. come in, they're like stomping over my head. Yeah. I'm like, oh, what is that? What is that? So don't be so grouchy. Just enjoy it. And just, just enjoy it. Just yeah. take the love, take the adoration and give it right back. That's great advice. Well, thank you, Amy, for sharing all of your wonderful experiences as an aunt and all the advice for our listeners. Thank you for listening to Anecdotes. Be sure to subscribe to get the latest episodes and also join us on our Facebook group to talk with other ants. You can join that group at facebook.com slash groups slash anecdotes. That's spelled A-U-N-T-E-C-D-O-T-E-S. And if you're interested in being a guest on the show, email me at anecdotes at gmail.com.